and welcome to the Oxventure Dungeons and Dragons podcast. It's a D&D podcast where we listen to old episodes of Oxventure D&D and uh, reflect. And um, I'm Jane. I play Prudence the Tiefling Warlock. Mm. Draw strength and inspiration for our daily lives. <laughs> I'm Andy. I play Corazon. He's the pirate one. It's also um, a critical hit to your brain. I don't have any oh, dice we're to, to hand. We're going back to that. I saw a few comments where people really... Yeah, all right, go on, do it. Do the classic tagline because people apparently quite enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, the Oxventure Dungeons & Dragons podcast. It's a critical hit to your brain. How was that? Very nice. That was Thanks. good. That was good. Do a dice roll as well as a dice shake. I can see Andy's got a, a charming dice shaker to hand. Oh, okay, hang on. Uh, <laughs> I've not got any any free desk space. Oh, no, there's nowhere to roll them. Here we go. Directly onto a keyboard. Oh. You just talk. You just talked over it, but it happens. I just talked over it. Okay, isolate yeah. the isolate the sound from my microphone, John. John. Producer John, isolate the sound. <laughs> and let's get zoom a clean in and, take. Zoom and enhance <laughs> on that sound. Yeah, John is truly the CSI of mm. sound engineering. Well, today we're listening to No Way Rose, which is episode eight of the Apocalypse Saga. So we're we're almost there in this um, yeah. Oxventure season. Our first Tremendous. ever season. Tremendous. This went out originally on the 11th of July, 2021. So it's less than a year old. Mm. A sweet summer child of an Oxventure yeah. D&D episode. So how are you, Andy? Yeah, all right. As well as Th can be thanks, expected. Thanks for, thanks for asking. Yeah. Uh, good. So we played some of the uh, the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe yesterday. I enjoyed that very much. That was very that was very fun. And tomorrow uh, at time of recording, tomorrow at time of recording being Friday, we're going to play Evil Dead some more with uh, Eurogamer. Yeah. Versus and with Eurogamer. You played any more Evil Dead? I did. Since? I played some yesterday just to try and get less crappy at it. And uh, turns on? out I'm still crappy at it. <laughs> well. But I was playing with some mean people. So I, I don't, I don't know. Play with no, they mean weren't people. mean. They weren't mean. They just didn't hold my hand. And I was like, ah. help me hold my hand. I'm lost. <laughs> What's anything? Well, the problem with um, Ash from Evil Dead is he's only got one hand. So he needs it. So uh, he can't be holding anyone's hold, hand. Can't be holding my hand. Um, yeah. But also, I feel like I've I've already been out leveled. So how important are levels in Evil Dead the game? I mean, they just unlock better abilities. But uh, if you're skilled enough, you can use the base abilities oh, and still. Come on, just you know okay. I'm not. All right. Well, if you want to, <laughs> yeah. If you want cheaty abilities, you need to level up. Well, I was thinking of going for Ch Cheryl as my main because I'm like, even if I'm not amazing at murdering deadite zombies, then at least I can help people heal. Heal everyone yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm gonna what I'm gonna try for. I like uh, Army of Darkness Ash because he's totally OP. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's another way to be. So we're gonna be playing that tomorrow. Um, if you're listening to this podcast just as, as it comes out, then uh, you might still have time to catch the stream, which is going up 3:30 p.m. UK time. Yeah, so we the, can catch it on VOD. Check it out. I'm catch sure it, it, on VOD. Yeah. it was, it will, was, it be will and was will and, and will always have been yeah. a great stream of Evil Dead, the video game. Yeah, it will and ho have be good. Exactly. Now, yeah. No Way Rosé, as the name implies, is a very wine, wine heavy, wine forward yes. episode of Oxventure D&D. I think you'll agree. Mm -hmm. And Corazon already got the party started early. In by last week's Oxventure by drinking a whole bunch of cursed wine. Yeah. Do you like wine? Are you a wine fan? I, I 
enjoy a glass of wine. I'm not. I don't have strong, strong feelings about wine. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not really a wine fan myself. I feel like I have never cultivated my palate for you know sophisticated yeah um, complexities of wine. Luke particularly um, is a wine connoisseur. Out really? Of the group, I feel. I feel like really? Luke is is the wine fan out of the group, and he's not even in this. So. Oh, Luke! Of course, Luke's the wine mom of, yeah. <laughs> of the family. <laughs> exactly. He's the Actually, wine aunt. Actually, I, I did go, I went, once went to Nice um, and Luke was there. Nice. And uh, uh, Luke introduced me to a very nice rosé, actually. So there's, there's some actual rosé, very, and this ties very in. nice cold rosé, which, to be honest, might have been more about drinking rosé in the sunshine than, yeah. uh, than the wine itself. But there you True. go. You could, you could have been drinking toilet water and it would have been I, I, Yeah. I think pleasant. the other thing about my palate is that I have like a child's palate for sweet things. So I like yeah. sweet wines. And sweet wines have always, as far as I can tell, have always been deeply like unfashionable. Oh, yeah. If you tell a wine fan that you like sweet wines, they're like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, they'll just smash that <laughs> you glass out of your hand me. onto the ground. Yeah, so... Um, for today, Andy, though, we're going to be conducting an experiment, by which I mean a BuzzFeed quiz, which wine oh, best matches your personality? Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Well, then, no, let's find out. Probably a sweet one because I'm so sweet. Because you're sweet right, right, and delicious like that. Yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. So Thanks. ready? Uh, yeah, I guess. Time to find out what wine I am. What place wine your matches now. your personality? Friends. Yeah. All right. All right. If, if you want to place bets, then do so among yourselves. Uh, right now you've got a few mm. seconds question the first which word would you use to describe yourself are you ready for the words oh boy all right flirty <laughs> easygoing <laughs> high maintenance likable serious charming hmm interesting i'm not likable obviously um... <laughs> there's flirty easygoing high maintenance serious or charming given that we've already um, we've already taken likeable off the table. Yeah, uh, it's probably a toss-up between easygoing and maybe charming. Although I don't know if I descri- feel comfortable describing myself as charming. So I guess easygoing as well. Oh, it's difficult. If you you know if you were taking this test in the privacy of your own home, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe you would I would pick click charming. charming. But here right. in the public forum, in the public domain, okay, where easygoing. Every week, every week I am psychoanalyzed on this podcast. <laughs> Doing, wait, should I do a Rorschach test next week? Yeah, this is the Andy Psychoanalysis um, corner. That's what we'll call it. The um, the Andy Psycho corner of right. the podcast. Easy going. Easy what drinking. What city, second question, would you Ooh. like to live in? Okay, Sydney, Florence, New York, Singapore, San Francisco, Paris. Show your working. Hmm. Hmm. A lot of great options there. I have already lived in San Francisco. So. You could do it again. Or have you already done that? And it's like it is very no, it's very pleasant. I'd happily go back there. Um, Okay, Sydney is nice. It's a good city. You've been Um, there. I have been to Sydney. You've been there. Okay. Feels quite remote down there. Is the thing. Mm. Like it's not when you live in Paris, you can get to a lot of places very quickly and very easily. Get to a lot of Europe very quickly. Yes. Yeah. If you want to get over to sort of Europe and North America from Australia, it's a it's a much more of a but you'd have you'd be quite accessible for various parts of Asia. Asia, that's true. I could make more sort of short trips over there. Singapore, New Zealand. Mm. Do me the list again. Okay, Sydney, Florence, New York, Singapore, San Francisco, or Paris. Okay, I've been to all of those cities except Florence. So okay. Maybe I'll go to Florence. Live there. Ooh, okay. Like, I've um, not been there. 
Like Hannibal Lecter in that one movie and TV yes. show. Yes. Oh, brilliant. I can, li- I can live in a palazzo. <laughs> Hannibal with, fantasy. With Gillian Anderson. <laughs> All right. Yeah, perfect. Just looking spectacular and eating delicious Italian. Yeah. Italians. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go Florence. All right. Excellent. I feel like that's a good wine option. Mm. I feel like that's probably a, a good wine selection. Yeah. Right. Question a third. Andy, what is your go-to comfort food? Mm. Now, I wonder if you want to tell us what your go-to comfort food is before you're, you're presented with the options and we'll see if mm. there's a match. I do like to make a big plate of nachos. Nachos. That's, that's pretty good. That's comforting with like delicious. sour cream and salsa uh, yeah. and guacamole yeah. and cheese and you jalapenos, maybe chili. Yeah, yeah you've got gooey yeah. cheese. Okay, big that's delicious. plate of nachos. Let's is see that on if the that list? is on the list. Uh, oh, do you know what? I believe it is. Brilliant. Now, there's a photograph of what looks like some kind of clear vegetable chicken soup, I think uh, is what that is. There's no right. writing. There's only pictures. Oh, uh, okay. What, the second one is definitely a pizza, a very sure. a- authentic looking Italian pizza, I believe. A fine choice. I'll be eating many of those from in my palazzo. <laughs> from your palazzo. Me and, G- me and Gillian With Anderson. Gillian Anderson. <laughs> Splitter quattro. What about formaggio. three? Is uh, a big pile of fried chicken. Looks very crunchy and oh, delicious. That is, that is good as well. Now, four looks to me like nachos. There's dips, yes. there's chips, there's guacamole, there's Perfect. gooey cheese. There's a Love big it. old nacho plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think f- the second one, oh, sorry, the next one is uh, spaghetti and meatballs. Uh, another fine choice. And the final one is uh, a grilled cheese, I think mm, the Americans good. would call it. A toasted cheese sandwich, we would well, say. Well, the spaghetti and meatballs obviously appeals to my new life as an Italian <laughs> bon vivant, a flaneur of the old school. Uh, uh-huh, I will uh-huh. still, I will stick with nachos. Thanks. All right, I'm selecting the nachos for you. Mm. Okay. Next question. What is your dream vacation? Right. Ooh. Do you want to hear the options? I would love to hear the options. Tell okay. Me. Option the first, Tulum. You know okay. Tulum? Yeah, yeah. In Mexico? Me- uh, Mexico, yep. right. Am I pronouncing that right? T- I think. Tulum. 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 Okay. Yeah. Second, Tokyo. Tokyo Great City. Choice. Okay, there's a picture of Shibuya Crossing, of course. That's where mm-hmm. your vacation will take place. In right the middle the of the Scramble Crossing. <laughs> um, Great. Third option, Madrid. Lovely. Fourth option, Bangkok. Very okay. nice. And then Santorini in Greece. And finally, Reykjavik in Iceland. Ooh, Reykjavik would be really interesting, I think. I've never mm. been to Iceland. You've never been? Oh, you must. You oh, you must simply, go. You simply you must. You simply must go to the Blue Lagoon, my friend. Mm. Okay. Although, I mean, I love Tokyo and I haven't been for a while now. A long time, right? Maybe now's the time to get back there. Maybe now's Maybe the time miss- to get, yeah. Missing I did you have a, I did actually have a vacation there booked before the pandemic. Oh, so. and then the COVID did for then it. The COVID yeah. All right, yeah, let's, I'll have Tokyo so I can have my holiday. Oh, so you can go to, what's the Disney in Japan? Tokyo Disneyland. Tokyo Disneyland. What about Disney Sea? And Tokyo Disney Sea. Yeah, that's Tokyo as well. They're next oh, is that other. Tokyo? Okay, mm-hmm. great. Cool. Well, yeah. you can check those Disneys off your list if you go to Tokyo. Yeah, I'll do Tokyo. Thanks. All right, nice. You're off to Tokyo. Just send me the ticket in the Okay, email. okay. Before the tickets arrive, though, you have to, next, next question, pick something sweet, okay? Right. Okay. And none of these are wines. Oh, damn. That was, gonna be, that was my cheat code. Pick the wine. I, do you remember how the name of this BuzzFeed quiz is like for the wine that matches your personality? It, it's yes. saying that it can definitely defi- divine your personality from what kind of sweet thing you enjoy. Yeah. I don't know. Is that Absolutely. valid? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, fine. Okay, the first option is a photograph of some kind of chocolate ice cream in a waffle cone. Sounds nice. 
The second sweet thing is a big enamel mug with hot chocolate in it. And mm. in that hot chocolate are, I want to say mini marshmallows, but also cinnamon sticks. Ooh, so okay. looks nice. like two cinnamon sticks, which is a lot of cinnamon stick to uh, put in a hot chocolate. Unless those are some kind of biscotti, like a very, uh, you know, what, what's the, what's the tall sort of cylindrical biscuits oh yeah like a yeah one of those wafers that's wafer things that yeah. might be it i can't i yeah, can't yeah. tell for sure um third option of sweet things is a big stack of chocolate um chocolate cookies chocolate chip cookies and okay. a glass of milk and then we've got a glazed donut a glazed Ooh. donut ring and then there's uh, nutella waffles and mm -hmm. finally, I'm going to say it's some kind of like crumble based dessert with a s with an ice cream scoop on top. What color is the fr the fruit in the crumble? I it's you know what it's it looks kind of dark like maybe some kind of like apple rhubarb crumble perhaps. Yeah, I'm into that like a like You're a forest fruit scramble forest with fruit ice cream. crumble. Okay, yeah, yes, great. please, I'll have that thing. Delicious a la mode. Okay, next, this is a this is a, an intense and complex uh, personality quiz, Andy, because right. uh, there's another question. Well, it's an intense and complex wine with notes yeah. of cr crumble. Notes probably. of Andy. Yeah. Which TV character do you most identify with? Okay, now, <laughs> once again, they haven't put any Is words on the photos. <laughs> so I'm going to have to do my best to identify these characters. Okay. Uh, they're all holding drinks or glasses of wine in their photographs. So, right. great. Okay. Uh, the first one is oh gosh i know the actress it's mindy kaling or, oh yeah um but i'm not sure which of the mindy her, project perhaps it, i mean it might be or, the mindy project let's say the mindy project because okay. that would be the the obvious answer i suppose I, she's obviously done other tv programs the next is uh Tyrion from game of thrones obviously drinking a nice glass of wine sure olivia pope from scandal that's kerry yes, washington's olivia pope famous wine enjoyer she yeah. is constantly drinking wine that's true so there you go and next is, um, I think that is what you would call a Blake Lively from uh -huh. one of her good shows. Yeah. Uh, what's the what's Blake Lively's major TV show? Was she in Gossip Girl? Yeah, that's the one, Gossip Girl. It's a Blake Lively Gossip Girl, you yeah. know. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. And then it's um, old Jim from The Office, you know, Krasinski, Mr. Krasinski. Oh, yeah. Well, I am mm. always uh, ironically looking at the camera, aren't I? Yeah, you're always doing pranks on us around yeah. the office here at Outside Xbox. And finally, it's Don Draper off of The Don Draper Show, a.k.a. Mad Men. Oh, yeah. You'd like me to say I think I'm Don Draper, wouldn't you? <laughs> Personality quiz. <laughs> Yeah. And then it's like, your kind of wine is uh, fermented orange juice from a toilet or something. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't identify with any of these characters, but I've I've never seen Gossip Girl. Okay. But uh, Blake Lively's brother, Eric Lively, was in the Disney Channel uh, series So Weird, oh. which was about um, a band traveling around the country encountering supernatural phenomenon. So I'm going to say that because of the, uh, the Disney Channel So Weird connection. That's flawless logic. I'm going with yeah. Blake Lively. Okay. Looks like Blake has uh, some kind of flute of sparkling wine there, for cool. FYI. So Shout out go. to Eric Lively. Uh, <laughs> if you're you listening, Eric, hi, yeah. how are you? Thank you. I enjoyed your work in So Weird. Choose a fruit, Andy. Raspberry. Yes. Nectarine. Cherry. No, don't blueberry. have to hear the others. Raspberry. Raspberry? Okay. Yeah. There's no better fruit than a raspberry. Not even pineapple. Not even a regular apple. No. I mean, they're close, but I mean, raspberry. But no cigar. And yeah, you're right. Raspberry is yeah. the superior fruit. Raspberry is the best fruit. Correct. Okay. Andy, we've got a result. Exciting. Oh. The lab results are in. Yes. Okay. Do you want to take a guess or do you want to just hear it? Um, is one of the results uh, Dan Aykroyd's ice wine? 
I don't that... know. It doesn't tell me all the possibilities. Okay. Oh, I'm, well, I'm going to guess Dan Aykroyd's ice wine. Dan Aykroyd's ice wine is incorrect because oh, you, Andy... Your personality is champagne. Hey, 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 hey that's hey. a pretty good. Re- that's a pretty good result. That's a great result. That's Your the best wine. wine is that's the number one top. That is top the best kind of wine. wine objectively, yeah. this sparkling wine, the most prestigious kind in yeah. the world, is the centerpiece of any party. As that's for right. you, you know what you want in life, and you're not afraid to reach out and grab it. Hey. You have great taste, and you're always seeking the finer things in life, like yes. Hannibal. Yes. Basically Hannibal. <laughs> well, Jane, I am a luxury that few can afford. <laughs> oh, and then BuzzFeed suggests you try Perrier Jouet, Champagne Nuit Blanche or Louis Roderay, Roderay, yeah. Champagne Brut Premier. All right. All right, BuzzFeed. Yeah. Not all dot-com millionaires. <laughs> you assume BuzzFeed itself is a dot-com yeah. millionaire. Yeah, right. The person Recommending. Oh, just... Just try a little Perrier Jouet when you're... Is there like an affiliate link to Amazon so that yeah. BuzzFeed gets a kickback if I go and buy this champagne? Uh, you you just ask your personal sommelier to pick it up for you next time. Yeah, there. oh, right, like the whole, right, right, The wholesalers. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Well, now we know that you're champagne. Now that I am the, hu- the champagne the human in, man, in man form. <laughs> champagne. Yeah. I yeah. think you know what you need, uh, what drink in hand you need to listen to this episode of Oxventure D&D. How about yeah, that? Yeah, well, let me pour us a couple of glasses here. Go and crack open a bottle. We'll toast to the episode and you folks right. can enjoy that with a, whatever champagne you have lying around the house will be fine. Yeah, just, just a cooking <laughs> champagne. All right, cheers. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> See you on the, don't go away. We'll see you on the other side. stop this wine from getting out there surely these, cal- these cauldrons are being refilled by something let's go and observe a cauldron and see how it gets refilled and then we can figure mm. out what the source of the wine is what if it's just magic it might just be magic well if it's magic then plan b is we <laughs> drink find, all the wine we dispel the magic, the magic. <laughs> when you've got that dispel magic spell yeah how many cauldrons are there though <laughs> let's go find out let's go find a cauldron okay. yeah and inspect it i want to see how this cauldron works yeah you don't have to go very far at all you go maybe like 15 feet and then bang there's a cauldron with lots of people around it drinking wine it does look is it like quite red or nice white wine. or rosé okay is there fruit it's... floating in it mm, yes why not yeah nice blackberries um, it's quite a, a light, fruity uh, bouquet. Kind of, kind of feeling like I could go for one, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's, no. it looks pretty. You have Corazon. I sm- and you, smacked the you goblet haven't... out of Corazon's hand no, again. <laughs> no, all over my Jack Darkfall boots. What yeah. if we just kick the cauldrons over? They seem can't, to be refilling. Go, all right. Can't okay. refill if it's upside down. Yeah. All right, let's go. Uh, all right, I kick the cauldron over. Okay, make me a strength athletics check, please. I will. Feeling strong. Okay, that's 17. Wonderful. Roll for initiative. Wait, what? Whoa! Oh, <laughs> just, no. just, just prudence? Or no, everyone. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, okay. no. Oh. I made the cauldron mad, everybody. Okay. Roll for initiative. Well, I got a four plus one. That's Whee! a five. Okay, that's a 21. Uh, I got a seven. 13. <laughs> okay. 13. At least the people we're fighting will be drunk. I assume we're going to fight the cauldron. <laughs> it's going to grow legs. Yeah. Like a Dark Souls mimic. <laughs> I'm going to roll for the mob. The mob? Oh, the mob. Oh, no. Sorry, I'm I meant the party the goers. Uh... Right. Okay, so here's what happens. Prudence, you, you do just like 
crack like one of your legs out, just whip it and like smash the ball of your foot into the the rim of this cauldron, which kind of goes over with a large metallic like clong, like big clank. Yeah. The wine spills out into the street, uh, and the the crowd immediately is like, oh hey, whoa, like whoa, who's harshing the vibe? Blah. And they're getting increasingly annoyed. Basically, they're like, they can't believe you just kicked over this cauldron, despite the fact there are cauldrons everywhere around here. Can't believe they're re- you've done they're this. taking umbrage to the fact that you're trying to kill the party. Far more troubling. Uh, is that the uh, the wine spills onto the floor and then starts to move of its own accord. Whoa! It splits into three separate puddles that then sort of rise up and oh, form wine monsters. into a sort of like vaguely humanoid, like almost like Swamp Thing-esque shapes. Oh, hell no! And just sort of... You, they have no facial features, they have no eyes, but they turn and you feel that you are being regarded. Ew! They can regard these cutlasses, I say, as I draw my swords. Well, um, mm. I regret to inform you that the wine creatures are going first. <gasps> so, uh, where sort of in what order is everyone arrayed? No, it doesn't matter. They're going to go for prudence because because um, <laughs> prudence just just kicked over the thing. Oh, wine monsters. AC the wine monsters prudence. don't know whose plan it was. That's My AC is... Yep. Let's look at this character sheet. It's 12. Okay. It's 12. One of the wine monsters uh, steps forward and sort of throws back an arm and just sort of throws a very large punch at you, which, um, <laughs> if it conformed to the normal <laughs> laws of physics... Oh, no. <laughs> Thanks, Corazon. <sighs> Corazon, what did you say? I missed it. I feel like I missed something good. I said punch. a rum punch, Prudence. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> like a drink. Because it's booze. It's a punch. <laughs> That's pretty good, Corazon. might want to Corazon. try and duck it, though. It's coming right. in fast. <laughs> let, me, Look uh, out. let me see. Okay. It's trying to decanter. Hey. Um, if this this monster uh, obeyed the normal laws of physics, then the punch would surely... Um, the the attack would surely land short, but um, basically the forearm of this beast detaches and flies towards you, kind of oh. like a weird, like literal rocket punch, and it cuffs you across the face. Wow! Uh, for yikes, that is nine points of damage. Whoa, my face! <laughs> Beautiful <laughs> face! <laughs> Dang! Um, Dang! You got my back off. Nine points of damage. Damn. These rock'em sock'em wine robots are going to pay. Yeah. <laughs> the good, the good news is that um, that blow sort of throws you off course, and uh, the punch thrown by the second one misses you entirely. Um, and then, Corazon, what's your AC, please? I'd hardly see that. How oh, that's relevant, Johnny. <laughs> uh, Fifteen. Okay, just shy. Um, you sort of you saw the three wine monsters turn toward Prudence, but then one of them kind of cranes its neck at you and seems to sense something different about you. And instead of uh, attacking, it leans back and just basically belches forth from where its mouth Whoa. would be a massive gout of wine. Yeah, I'm not so into the wine anymore. No, <laughs> uh, luckily it did not roll high enough, so you you are able to duck this. Because it, it was like really reeling back, and they're like, Purr! "Whoa!" And you sort of deftly just step out of the way so as not to get any more wine on Jack Duck. Your boots, yeah, my boots, um, mine. And that is those three. So Corazon, you are in fact next. Uh, okay, well I'm gonna hit this one that's next to me with my cutlasses. Okay, and make it dead. So yeah, where is it in relation to me currently? Probably about fifteen foot in front of you. Uh, okay. 
All right, I don't have advantage on this attack, so okay. I can't use rakish audacity because it's further than five feet away from me. I apologize. Um, that's all right. Basically, if I can't sneak attack, there's no point in me hitting anything. So. Oh, of course. <laughs> don't, don't. Still hide like that. I'm. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm gonna hide, and then I can pop out, and then sneak attack, and I'll do like way more damage. So. Well, so you use your turn to hide. No. All right. You can I'll do hit that once. as a bonus action. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Do, I'll, yeah. Hit, them, I'll hit it then once, hide. and then I'll pop into hiding. Okay. Roll me. Roll, roll me the attack, please. Okay. I say I'll roll, hit it once. Let's see. You. <laughs> oh, it is an eighteen. Okay. Yay! Okay. The following thing happens. Uh, you kind of you bring your cutlass over and then slash, and um, the wine beast that basically just like spewed wine at you uh, is neatly like cut into two, and the mm. two halves fly apart and fall into puddles. Oh, and then they start to um, to come back up oh God, as separate combatants. Oh no. Oh no, there's two of them. Are they like you half made the more size? Wine monsters. Yeah, but they're like half the size now. They <laughs> are half the size now. That's okay. And therefore, you would imagine that they are twice as easy to kill, mm. which is to say, perhaps, you know, if you were to put a number on it, they might have half the hit points of sure. a bigger one uh-huh. each. But certainly, your, your sword didn't seem to do any actual damage to them, only division. You worry right. that. Just unadulterated attacks with an edged weapon might it's do nothing. It's going to be a bad all. idea. Um, okay, well, I'll use my bonus action uh, to. I would like to attempt to hide, please. Okay, sure. Yeah, make me a dex stealth check, please. Okay. 16. Okay, yeah. You um, you capably slip away. The, the monster's kind of like. The two that uh, were attacking Prudence sort of turn around and have a look at the one, the, the one that is now two. And then they sort of turn back. Uh, Prudence, you are next. Whoa, I'm next. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd have, uh, uh, okay, all right. Um, Did everyone rolled really high then? I Because I, I rolled 21. Oh. Oh, you rolled 21. Yeah. Your mic cut out and uh, I one. heard one. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, also, I also heard one. Oh, oh you should have You should have gone yonks ago. Merylwen, yeah. you're Hi. next. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was like, wow, everyone rolled really um, well. <laughs> my mic also cut out and I killed all the ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Oh, did my mic cut out as well? Yeah, yeah. I said they ducked. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, and my mic must have cut out in the next bit where I saw them duck and then killed them. Oh. <laughs> mm, n- no. <laughs> um, I would like to call lightning. <laughs> sure, yeah. Because they're liquid, so I'm guessing they're quite... You know, conductive. susceptible to electricity, nice and conductive, exactly. I reckon so. So, a storm cloud appears in the shape of a cylinder that is ten feet tall with a sixty-foot radius. What an what a what Weirdly a specific shaped, cloud! Yeah, yeah. what? Cloud. Yeah, ten feet tall with a sixty-foot radius. Would you Centered look at a cylindrical cloud? I say. Uh, weather's coming in. You you can. <laughs> That's the problem see... with lightning. Once it pops, it just don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it's centered on a point you can see a hundred feet directly above you. Okay, oh. so I've okay. got this. I've made this Whoa. cloud. Like an orbital strike. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Basically, the spell fails if you can't see a point in the air where a storm cloud could appear. I can see <laughs> the sky. So when you cast a spell, choose a point that you see within range. 
So basically, I'm like there, there, okay, there, and each creature within five feet of that point must make a dexterity saving throw. Otherwise, uh, if they if they fail, they get three ten three d ten lightning damage, or wow. half as much on a successful one. Okay, what's your spell save DC, please? It is sixteen. Okay. Wow, one of them just straight up rolled a natural twenty. <gasps> Why, man? Bad news. Well, they Bad still news. take. And then that's a four. D ten. And then a five. Okay. So not terrible. I just love that the cloud is so specific. Yeah. And then like... you can just pick three different points, and it's within. Fi- <laughs> anyway. So I've got to choose choose a point. So I would like to choose one where they're there's a couple of them about five feet apart from each other <laughs> yeah yeah in between <laughs> yes sure you can do that they are kind of clustered and yeah. corazon in hiding i'm kind of imagining corazon sort of like ran to a merchant stall like skated across the top of the um <clears throat> like the the table and sort of hid behind yeah amongst are, some artisanal cheeses yeah i'm sort of helping myself to a little cheese plate i'm mm-hmm. building a cheese plate that i'll enjoy during mm-hmm. the uh the next six seconds. Are you pulling down one of the um, the hanging uh, cured sausages? Yeah, I, I'll probably slice some of that up um, with the other rapier that I didn't use to hit that wine. Well, actually, okay. I, might, I might use the winey rapier. It might add a certain... No, I should probably stay no, away from No, you should <laughs> stay away from the wine. <laughs> We're so, we are so proud of you. Yeah. I just want to say that. I'm doing great. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. Um, yeah, absolutely fine. Um, so roll that damage, please. Okay. That is a six, a ten, mm-hmm. and a five. So that's, that's 21. twenty-one. Yeah. But one of them is taking. One of them is taking eleven. Te- we'll yeah, like it's half. Yeah. We'll roll up. Roll up. Yeah. Round up. Okay. Uh, uh, and basically, this is a concentration spell. So each on each of my turns, I can just call down another bolt of lightning, and it's the same spell. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's pretty great, in fairness. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll need to learn that one. <laughs> give me a week or two. I'll give you inspiration for that. Uh, prudence. Okay, um, where are we exactly? We're outside the burned down furniture warehouse. Yeah, so you're kind of in like a broad street. We're 15 okay. feet away from it by a cauldron. Well, not much to hand then. I, um, I'm, just fur- I'm just furious. I've just had enough for today. I pick up the cauldron in my two hands and I, I swing it around my head and like... <laughs> like an Olympic hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah like an Olympic <laughs> hammer and I, I wang one actually... of the wine men in the head okay. with it. Yeah. <laughs> were you going to say you're trying to do something clever with it? Yeah, I was going to ask if you were trying to contain them within the cauldron. Sure, no. why, why not? One of the smaller <laughs> wine men. I like bring it down on the smaller wine man. Okay, sure. Yeah, um, <laughs> ma- make me that attack roll. Okay. Without giving away too much, are you raging? I'm raging. I'm enraged. Okay. I'm enraged. Do you want me to say? Oh, it's up to you. I just wanted to know. Uh, yeah. Um, I access um, a new and surprising, but not unwelcome, font of rage within me. Whoa. A new, <laughs> like, you're already pretty raging. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is... This is the second this one is... next to the other font of rage that you <laughs> more regularly access. This is the access. secondary unmagical font of rage... <laughs> And I am now in a rage state, shall we say. Um, So I enter my rage state and yeah. And then I bring this cauldron down on the wine man. Like a hammer. But like upturned. So hopefully, yeah. Going to contain him or smash him or both. 
I'm just Great. furious. Roll right. it. Roll strength. it. Yeah, strength check. You should be getting advantage on that, unless I'm reading this differently. Yes. Yep. Welcome to Rage Mode. Let me tell you all about Rage Mode here in <laughs> Prudence's new barbarian form. What? <laughs> you gain advantage on strength checks and saving throws, not attacks. Plus two melee damage with strength weapons, resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, slashing damage. So. Uh, okay. Okay. Less wow. prudence, more like bruisedance. Mm. We'll workshop that later, Meryl, when I shout while I bring the hammer down on this small white. Meryl's we'll just trying to make her it. more angry. I get it, yeah. Meryl, when I. <laughs> God, um, yeah. I tucked through a mouthful of artisanal cheese. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a strength roll. Uh, so that mm-hmm. is 21. That is absolutely uh, a hit. What's the damage on a magic. Very solid bronze cauldron. I'd say it like, it's, it's like a, a bludgeoning big club. weapon. Big blood yeah. sort of. We'll call it 2d10. Yeah. Also, plus two melee damage with strength weapons because yep. of my rage. <laughs> you mean, yes, you mentioned the rage. <laughs> <laughs> roll damage, please. Everyone, watch my rage, I bellow, <laughs> as I roll for damage. So hard to go. miss. It's hard to miss the rage. Let's go for 2d10 plus two um, yep. because of my rage. All right, that's a. Five and a six, so that's eleven plus two. That's thirteen. I'm hulking out. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Still holding the cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that one, I'm going to say, is to all intents and purposes uh, in a grappled situation because it has been like, boom! It is now just formed like, it's just completely filled the the ah. void of this cauldron against the ground. Oh, cool. uh, so if it wants to break out, it's going to have to do something quite special. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like sealed against the earth in this yep. upside down magic cauldron. Yep, 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 yep. Nice, 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 nice. Okay. If the if the crowd was upset earlier, they're positively livid now. Um, and they are going to rush forward and try to restrain some of you. Let them try! <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, wow. Okay, well, that's a one. <laughs> hey! The crowd's all over themselves drunk. Good so, job, drunkies. <laughs> so half Stupid of the crowd mom. are like, wah, wah, and they are just sort of, they are, yeah, they're just, they're drunk. They they slip, they fall, they start to quarrel amongst themselves. And that's half of the crowd. Uh, and the other half, okay, prudence. I need you to either make, uh, it's your choice, a dex acrobatics check or a strength athletics check to Guess- not be restrained by the crowd. Guess which I'm going with. I'm going with my furious barbarian strength rage. Yes, I thought perhaps you might. <laughs> right, so a strength check, you said. Mm-hmm. Right, okay, cool. Um, right, that's uh, 17 plus 5, so that's 22. Yes, that's well, that is certainly higher than an 11. Yeah. Uh, okay, so cool. Are they, like, ca- hanging off me? Like, yes. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. They're just hanging, like kicking their legs from your arms. All right, Egbert, it is your turn. What do? Well, Johnny, I'm going to ask you a series of leading questions. Um, so so Cor- Corazon's jumped, is eating artisanal cured meats, correct? Hey. Yes, and cheese. I, I, discovered, the I discovered the valuable information that they can't be harmed by martial weapons. Thank you very much, so I'm mm-hmm. helping. Um, <laughs> that's fine. You might, you might yet be helping. Uh, because presumably, in order to cure these items, you, you need to have some salt on hand, perhaps a sack or barrel of salt. Yes. Uh, and I would like to grab said sack and or barrel of salt and lob it on the wine monster to soak it up, like you might soak up a red wine stain on a carpet. 
Who are you and what have you done with Egbert? And it makes them more conductive. I had to wait a long time so for my turn. Like, so I've yes. had a lot of time to think. <laughs> I the mean, cogs were turning. But yeah. yeah, or you could just use your breath weapon and evaporate. The world's gone topsy-turvy. I thought about that, but I don't Look. think the alcohol content is high enough, Corazon. So well, I'm going to soak them up with salt. It's a liquid. No, yeah, but think Look. how long you have to mull wine for. Yeah, we all thought about evaporating the wine men with the flame breath. Let's t- turn them yeah. into a, a nice pulpable salt mixture. Yes, I'm throwing salt all over. I'm throwing salt all over either the biggest one. Or if it's still up, or mm-hmm. just all. Wait, row right back. Where did the salt come from? I missed the bit. Uh, the market uh, the... stalls, the aforementioned market stalls, okay, with the yeah, cured yeah, meats. Yeah. The it's deli. like that good, like crystal salt that you know that heaps. Oh yeah, those. it's gonna it's gonna soak them up real good. Okay, yes, you you go over to the deli and you you seize hold of a, an enormous cask of of salt. Just make me a strength attack, please, to to lob it at them. Oh hey, but... with with pleasure. Hey, Corazon, enjoying yourself there. Yeah, sorry, I, there's no more cheese. Uh, that is, a, it's a 7 plus 4, so it's 11. Okay, I mean... Hmm. How hard is it to lob a barrel of salt, though, really? No, you've, you've, you've... Okay, so that was to heft the cask. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say that you've thrown salt in... Why wouldn't it be a 15-foot cone at this point? <laughs> Why not? Why yep. wouldn't it be? So, deck saving throws. Salt cone. That uh, was a nine and a four from the two winemen that haven't been battered with a a uh, cauldron. <laughs> right. So they're not going to take any damage, but basically it's it's a bit like throwing a sheet over an invisible person. Their yes. outlines are clearly defined, and you can actually see that they do have like sunken eyes that Ooh. seem to go all the way down their cheeks, and like just these horrible sort of mouths that seem to scream endlessly. And they're like, as uh, the salt sort of cakes onto them. And they sort of solidify and then crumble into this weird salty amoeba Mm. uh, that's sort of thrashing about and struggling to reform into a coherent um, and combat effective shape. So that's good. It is good, isn't it? It's probably the best thing Egbert's ever done. Um, He takes a moment to to save the occasion. (laughs) Finally, Egbert did done good. Dunnikin runs over um, with some form of club and goes bong and hits the cauldron. Uh, He dents the cauldron. All right. Thanks, Dunnikin. Nice one, Dunnikin. Your contribution is noted. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Dunnikin, he yells uh, in a sort of a weird battle cry. Uh, Meryl, when we're back round to you. Uh, I would like to call another bit of lightning and hit the two salty amoeba wine boys. (laughs) Okay. It's a 14, isn't it? You're uh 16. 16. Blimey. Okay. Because I think it's my wisdom that I can't remember, but it's something that really bumps it up. Not a problem. Not a problem. Okay. Um, I think it's only fair that I roll both of these at a dex disadvantage because... They're salty amoeba boys. <laughs> they're salty amoeba boys. <laughs> Even if I were rolling those with advantage, no, those are failures. So please roll me Some that damage. damage. All right. Okay, that's Are a three. You... Hmm? No, no, my, uh, I'm just work, trying to work out if this would also hit the cauldron. Hmm. It's very conductive. It's a metal cauldron. Yes, go on then. And so Probably that's an automatic. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. sure. Yeah, okay, so why not? That's, that's a three, a six, so that's nine, and a seven, so that's a 16. Basically, twin bolts of lightning just arc down 
um, one hits each of the sort of like salty amoeba piles as they're kind of clambering over one another like crabs in a bucket and it kind of just goes like and gets thrown up into the air and salt just sort of flies everywhere but of the the wine men specifically there is is no visible trace Dunnikin is thrown back by about 15 foot um, like in the ballad and, of oh, yeah, Jurassic Park was there. I didn't mm-hmm. know he was like touching it still <laughs> he was within five foot of the strike point oh damn so true. he is thrown uh for the second time today corazon somebody has violated the sanctum of your of your cheesy meaty heidi spot <laughs> uh is just like thrown into the back of the um the stall and kind of crumples in a heap and just goes oh you better have crackers mate oh no <laughs> you're at it here Dunnikin has nothing. Oh, gosh. Unbelievable. And from underneath the upturned cauldron, uh, this sort of steam starts to rise. Oh. Loads of it. Absolutely bloody loads of steam of just this this wine that has sort of uh, ah. clearly evaporated with the, the sheer sort of shock of of uh, the force generated by your lightning strike. So it's a lot of heat. Um, at this, I'm going to say the... The drunken, very incapable mob has rather lost their appetite for fighting you mm. uh, and have shuffled off to a different cauldron to carry on their bacchanal. So we just need to do this about 20 more times. Yeah. Well, well, I we'll mean... have this problem solved. Uh, it's not a scalable solution, is it? Yeah. Where's, not really. Where's the, nearest, where's the nearest cauldron and can I see it? <laughs> Meryl oh, once more. I, are you planning to just continue to I'm concentrate? I'm just try and just hit the cauldron while i'm still concentrating on this storm cloud i'm like Marilyn i've got it small wine men you want to hit that you want to hit the there next are a lot of cauldron. people crowding around the cauldron it, how close are yeah, people? You, it, it, it would be very difficult not to kill a lot of innocent people um, <laughs> there you go so do you still and that's do not it? me telling you no <laughs> no no Merwin doesn't want to accidentally kill a bunch of people because okay. she's trying to achieve the opposite collateral okay. damage yeah, yeah. <laughs> accidentally well, what have we learned? Um, we've learned that all this wine is sentient mm, and bad cursed. to drink mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and really hard to fight uh, because mm-hmm. you can't shove a rapier through it. Mm. We can't fight all the cauldrons of wine. We need to find a way of stopping Vacatus's magic and it, it's like killing the head vampire. It'll stop all the other vampires. We'll find the head wine man, who I assume is Vacatus. Yeah, I don't um, think I, we can take out these cauldrons individually. No. Yeah, I'd like to look around and see if I can see the cases anyway. Because surely we've like. <laughs> up... I tried that earlier. It doesn't. No, work. No, but we do... <laughs> but, like, oh, wait, there we... is. No, no, no. Just because we've caused a ruckus, and he might be having a peek somewhere. Unable to resist a ruckus. Well, it's it's just like you know how like sometimes the criminals re- return to the scene That's of the crime. That's not a bad when... idea, though, Meryl. When if we if we partied the hardest in all of town. Yeah, he might come and check us out. If we had the biggest rager, yeah. maybe. He yeah. Let Merrill, let Merrill check if he's actually just stood next to us first. Yeah, yeah sure. Not really no, stupid if he, if he was I'm standing like, right yeah. over Roll there. Roll me wisdom perception. That's a fourteen. Okay, you cannot see your adversary. <laughs> Damn, one step ahead. You are you are yeah. certain that you cannot see Vacatus. Dunnikin gets up and limps back toward the cauldron that he hit before okay. being unaccountably struck by lightning. He's really not sure what happened. <laughs> Rotten luck. Yeah. But you see him peering at the um 
at the the cauldron. He goes, ooh, now this is interesting. I damaged the cauldron a bit when I hit it. Mm. And if I'm not mistaken, he goes around the other side and there was a very massive rent in this cauldron from the lightning. He goes, mm. I think they can be destroyed. So I, I rather think perhaps I should... What if we did what the pirate man says, but also in trying to party harder than anyone else, we took out some of the competition by destroying the cauldrons. Okay. Good plan. Right, yeah. I'm thinking like, woo, party hard! Smash the punch bowl, yeah! And destroy the thing in the process. Oh, like an accident. Yeah, like an accident. You're like, well, oh no! You saw how the crowd reacted. I've, yeah. I've got an idea, but I want a promise first. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No one's allowed to strangle me again. I'm looking at you. No deal, Dunnikin. Well, <laughs> then poor du- poor Dunnikin, vile Dunnikin. I'll just get back in my hovel. Yeah, I think Hold have. it there. Hold it there, poor Dunnikin, vile Dunnikin. If we won't strangle you, what's your plan? Can't believe we're doing poor Dunnikin's plan. Do you promise, then? He's thrilled that walking away got you on the hook. He's like... Still got it, Dunnikin. <laughs> Do you promise not to strangle poor Dunnikin? I, I promise not Dunnikin. to strangle poor Dunnikin. <laughs> Everybody promise. Is there no, a difference between strangling and throttling? Yeah, no. <laughs> Joking. No synonyms for strangling. Okay. Thank you, yes. All right, I promise not to strangle Dunnikin. <laughs> look, at this, look at this throat. Look how strangleable it is. Yeah, promise, I know. It is so slender, not, isn't it? That promise slender not throat. to strangle it, this noodle-like neck. <laughs> well, right. times have been hard. Oh. Promise. All right. Feel bad now. Sort of tries to pull up the collar on his rags to cover his stranglable, stranglable throat. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, oh, follow me. He, he leads you into the ruined um, uh, warehouse mm. where previously his, his evil, evil wares were wrought. And this was... Now, don't be mad, but he pulls back uh, a heavy tarp and you see some planks of wood. <laughs> Dunnikin, is this the what? evil wood again? Are you back on the evil wood thing? I'm not back on the evil wood. This is all that survived from the fire. Now, I, I swore I wouldn't do it again because I was being dangled... By my neck, mm. <laughs> by a by a you that was on fire. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I could build a chair, and we could send it to eat a cauldron, and if the mob kills it, then fine. Okay, so our chair army is going to fight his cauldron army, and then we'll see who's best. <laughs> well, we've only got one chair, right? Oh, we've only so got one chair and one, one chair. cauldron. Yes, okay. we could we could try it, and then uh, we could get more. Oh, yeah. we definitely agreed to not strangle him, right? Just to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think it's worth the try. I mean, why not? Let's so do it. Poor vile Dunnikin can make a chair. Yeah, go go <laughs> yes. for it. Make an evil chair out of your evil One. haunted wood. Okay. And then we'll stick it on a cauldron. It's really more it's more uh, efficient if I do it in a sort of montage. Well, yeah, we have you, cool with you, montages. What yeah. happened to your bard? Did he die? Oh, he wandered off. Not as far as we know. He. Yeah, he might. I mean, he may be dead. 
Mm. Oh, would would like we know if do. he was dead? I feel like we'd know. I feel like we'd feel it. Uh, yeah. then, uh, then I'm potentially sorry for your loss. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll make a chair now. I pull yeah. up a scorched chair, the remains of a scorched chair from when we burned this place down. Have you checked it's not evil? Yeah, check no, it's it, not evil. Yeah, check it's not evil. and then I Oh, it's evil. Seat. It just doesn't... It's got nothing <laughs> left. Oh, it, oh poor at, chair. At most, it manages a snarl that, that sounds a little bit like flatulence. Okay, while he's montaging... Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. while he's it's montaging an evil chair. The, what do you want? While he's montaging the chair, yeah. um, I would like to uh, ask Prudence if she wants to pretend to cast Eldritch Blast and I'll cast Minor Illusion to make it look like she's casting Eldritch Blast. You know, just to just to lift her spirits. How good's your... Il- All right, let's see. Better okay. be a good bloody illusion, Corazon. Yeah. <sighs> well, I doubt it's going to lift my mood, but I cast... I, I, I make the gesture and say do the you, words. Do you even bother to stand up from the chair? No, I'm still sitting in the chair <laughs> despondently and I go, uh Okay, I cast Eldritch Blast <laughs> to another corner of the warehouse. With minor illusion to make it look, look like an Eldritch Blast is happening. How do, yeah, how, roll how for does it. it look? Yeah, roll for it. Yeah, roll, roll for me it, a, Roll me a d20. To see how good it is. is it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a 14. It's good enough that you you don't want to hurt Corazon's feelings. It, it <laughs> is not the same. But you know what? You appreciate the effort. So yeah. That's the ballpark. You feel, Thanks, feel Corazon. A bit, feel a bit yeah, yeah. It reminded we'll you, me of how much yeah. I love Eldritch Blast. We'll get you Eldritch Blast back. We've it's just like looking a... at old photos. Yeah, I know. I know. Of we'll Eldritch Blast. <laughs> yeah. Old photos from of times gone by. Dying in agonising <laughs> pain from the Eldritch Blast. I take out my framed photograph of Eldritch Blast and stroke it. <laughs> and then I put from, it away again. From your mm. photo album, which is clad in the skin of somebody you killed with Eldritch Blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I took it back into a, mm. one of Frisky's uh, little photo pockets. There oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> we'll get you. We'll get you Eldritch Blast back, Prudence. We'll let this guy build his chomping chair, and then it'll chomping chair. Yeah. All right. Let's see this chomping chair. Okay. Well, I had just enough wood to make it a chomping love seat. Oh, very Ooh, nice. Very nice. Ah. Uh, one point five chairs. Why not? Well, yeah. Why not make? Two chairs, two chairs. No, small it's only one point five. Love seat. Yeah, yeah, the the tiefling knows. And anyway, right. this only would have been enough wood to make one Port Fairwind chair. But I'm not trying to disparage the style of chair anymore by making it synonymous with death, so I made a bigger chair. Excuse Got it. Good craftsmanship, uh Vile Dunnikin. Thank you. Alright, well, um are we ready to set it off? Chairs Yes. Mm-hmm. Wind yeah, it up and it. set it off. Go for it, okay. Vile Dunnikin. He pulls a, a a pin from his powdered wig and Al pricks his finger and touches it to the to the wood and the chair. You know, you've encountered these before. You're not overly oh, yeah. surprised, but you remember how horrible they are. It's just immediately like bah, 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 bah. like its seat is flapping up and down with horrible, horrible teeth, and it's just looking for is looking for a target. It's like, bah, 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 bah. Donnegan goes, "Oh, stop it! Down, sit, ha." Uh, <laughs> you see him kind of like he beckons the chair over and points so he's clearly pointing out a cauldron and directing it toward it you hear like the chair lets out a blood curdling howl and starts absolutely like galloping down the street where it engages in um well it doesn't engage in a fierce combat with the cauldron because it's just chomping at the cauldron but the wine spills out and sure enough it again becomes sort of wine men no. Who are just like smashing their fists, like burr, 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 into the the chair, 
which at this point grabs hold of the cauldron. It's like shaking. It's like dong, dong, dong. Really like just denting it and doing ter- terrible, horrible damage. Um, and then as you watch, the Y-Men actually sort of just grab their heads and start to scream and sort of flail around. Uh, as the chair, sure enough, just like throws the cauldron in the air and just like uh, eats it in one. Huh. The uh, wine men, with one final shriek, just go like a water balloon that's burst. Mm. They just spatter onto the cobbles. Um, the mob is kind of like wailing in, um, in 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 despair and trying to scoop up the wine from uh, yeah. a cobbled street, which is just gross. Yeah, um, some dignity, people. And the chair kind of like um, 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 eats it and kind of goes like. <laughs> Right, okay, well, that works. Good job, yeah. Danikin. Val Danikin. Oh, no, thank you. I I mean, it's not a great economy of scale. My chair appears to have died. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I assume there are many more of these cauldrons across the city. Yes, and that was our one and only chair. Yeah. But, 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 we could get more wood and make more chairs and, like you said, an army. If I made bigger chairs, they could probably get more than a one-to-one uh, ratio of killing and dying. What's the timing on the chairs? Are we talking six weeks or, you know, getting more wood? Seems like a long, long-ass plan. Well, yeah. And how, how many mean, cauldrons are there? I don't know at this point. I mean, look, you get what you pay for, really. You've not paid for anything yet. Okay, well, look, uh, it's all about the quality of the work because all of my chairs were 100% cursed wood from the wild, wild woods. Right. Mm -hmm. So if we don't want to go back to the wild, wild woods and do a whole-scale logging operation... Right. I suppose I could take some of the shavings from the last chair I made and then there's this horrible, monstrous new place with all sorts of the flat flat pack chairs mm. that people make in their own houses okay. that sprang up in the last sort of year or so it was right. very disorientating full of meatballs we could make a lesser <laughs> not as good chair army but it would be cheap it yeah. would be it would cheap be. and Affordable. easy yeah. we could be all chip in with the assembling mm. yeah. using simple tools but, yeah because but, the instructions would be so straightforward Yeah. well you think they are Yes, well, there'd always be got, one got fewer component than you need, but that's yeah. not a problem. Got Let's make some inexpensive evil chairs. All right, do yes. it. I'm excited. Can I get some meatballs while we're in here as well? Yeah, they, they are evil. They are also evil, evil meatballs. meatballs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Evil cursed. Probably no, they're, they're fine just... on the way in. They're just bad on the way out. Oh yeah, no. Well, they've got that curse, but <laughs> most of what ingest anything else cursed today. <laughs> most of what poor Dunnikin eats these days does that anyway. Poor oh. Dunnikin. Yeah, yeah, poor Dunnikin. We've all got it rough. Okay, let's go to this inexpensive furniture warehouse. I'll sweep up some shavings. He starts filling a sack with um, with shavings. You go to um, the uh, the massive sort of furniture warehouse. It's just called chairs, but over the I is an umlaut. Okay. Right. Chairs. Chairs. So no one's entirely chairs. sure how to say so it. So continental. Chairs. 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 Yeah. Chairs. So Nordic. I love it. Sure. Right, um, well, let's do it. I guess we'll have to acquire these chairs legally. Can't just like have all their chairs. 
Well, they're, they all, all out they're all drinking. So who's going to yeah, stop? There are people out partying. Mm -hmm. They're they're partying inside and outside. Oh. Oh, heck yes! All right, I'm just going to help myself to a bunch of chairs and go. Woo! Chair party! <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. Chair Whoa. party! Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Going to party hard with chair, these chairs. Chair, have chair, some wine, chair. everybody. Can't wine have a party. Chairs. Yeah, can't take have a, a party seat. Chairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I take a glass of wine and chuck it over my shoulder to pretend I've drunk it. Yes, uh, I saw Corazon do the exact same thing as well. Actually, could you both make me a performance check? Sure can. <laughs> what is that? A charisma thing? Or yes, charisma performance. That is nineteen. Mine is. Oh, it's a crit. That's a natural twenty. You both make it look incredibly like you are drinking wine. In fact, it looks like Egbert. Egbert basically tosses like a whole bucket of wine behind him. But makes it look like every single drop went down his his massive <laughs> chug, chug, like draconic chug, throat. Chug, chug. Indeed, a chant of chug goes up inside the furniture warehouse, and they go, "Whoa, this work cool! These guys are leading the wine chair party. What are we doing? We're taking Bring these chairs outside. We're partying the hardest." Yeah, Quick. we're going to Corazon, use that party. useless spell of yours. I'd love you know to that useless spell. Shamble chairs. Yeah, Corazon, the dancing light spell. Make it look like a party. I already cast it earlier to annoy Prudence. Does it, does it, is it single use? Because that makes it even more useless. Have you had a short rest or a long rest? I don't know. Do you want to use a spell slot? I don't think, slot, I don't think I've had life? any, yeah. Okay. Right. So we take some of the flat pack furniture <laughs> mm -hmm. outside, out to a, a, I don't know, an assembly area. Yep. The party goers follow you and they're like, woo, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, this yeah, is let's a assemble game. some flat pack, baby. <laughs> Every Yay! time you drink, you have to assemble a chair. That's cool. the drinking game. Yeah. We need yeah, a lot of misshapen chairs. One drink. Let's go. Woo. Cheers. Cheers. Um, unfortunately, you you they they think they're being sneaky, but they are drinking about five wines per chair. But they are making chairs <laughs> at a rate of knots. I'm going to roll a d100. Yeah. <laughs> what a treat. That's eighty-one chairs. Eighty-one yes. chairs. Imagine if you rolled a one on yes. a d100. They've yeah. made one chair. Oh, and they're all asleep. I mean, they all do pass out now, but they, they made 81 chairs. Great. great. Fact, no, they don't pass out. That's right. They don't pass out. They have drunk an immense quantity of wine. Okay. And they're like, oh, my God, that's what we should do. Build a party city outwards. We need to spread the party. Oh, no, it's starting. It, it's what oh. he wants. Uh -oh. What he wants. Wine, wine city, no. and they start taking other. They start taking little desks outside and little ottomans. And oh no, they're going to take over the world with inexpensive furniture. They, yeah. You see them forming a sort of a line like ants going to and from a nest to the outskirts of town. They go, Ugh! and they start just putting down even the display models, and those are damaged. Oh. They start yeah. building Port Fairwind outwards, oh, um, no. and oh. thus sort of with a horrible foreboding sentiment is 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 the the real master plan of Vacatus revealed to you. They are you realise they're not just spreading a party, they're making a party city that's going to cover the globe. Oh, oh my God. No. The nature no <laughs> It's gonna cover all the nature. It'll be party no. as far as the eye can see. Mm -hmm. But it'll cover all the the Scotch eggs. Oh no! But maybe yeah. the party will have Scotch eggs. No. Yeah, <laughs> Prudence, it'll cover all the people you were planning to kill. I'm already mad, Corazon, about my magic. You don't need to wind right, me up fine. even more. 
Well, let Dunnikin make these chairs evil. We've got to stop these cauldrons. Okay. Pop the shavings in. I've been putting the shavings Good. in. Now I just have to prick my finger. How many 81 times? times? 81 oh, times. 81 times. times. Poor Dunnikin. Poor Dunnikin. Ow. <laughs> One. It's gonna be a quick. Let's just get a load of blood out of Dunnikin quick, oh, and we can oh, spray it over it. Oh, oh. Dunnikin runs away. No, uh, no, Dunnikin come back. Oh no, Dunnikin! I was just joking, like friends do, because you're my friend, Dunnikin. Yeah, when Corazon says that, he's joking. Yeah. Come well, back. There's a new roll, he says, from uh, in the middle of a surprisingly expensive rug, actually. Right. He <laughs> um, says, "Look, I will do bring the chairs to life." But uh, in my way, without you letting lots of blood out of me. Right. So the, the new rule is you're not allowed to strangle poor Dunnikin, and you're not allowed to get lots of blood from poor Dunnikin. <laughs> right. Two rules. Got it. Okay. All, All right. right. Good luck Agreed. with that, Dunnikin, I say. I go in and I get a bag of 150 tea lights for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... It, it. It's, a, it's unavoidable. Um, okay, Dunnikin kind of worm-like in his... I've got five picture frames. I've not even printed any pictures in years, no. and I don't know why. The worst yet, it's a it's kind of mobile, and you're not even sure which ceiling you're going to attach it to or how. No. I, it's pretty I mean, bad. we're adventuring all the time. I don't even have... Oh. You're not going to... Yeah. I don't have enough paintings to put in these. Hmm. Yeah, the rug in which Dunnikin is contained kind of like worm inches its way over uh, to the chairs and you hear them go two and then a finger kind of comes out and boop it takes a while needless to say but you did make two quite specific Dunnikin <laughs> dies of blood loss at <laughs> chair 50 uh, no Dunnikin Dunnikin has just enough claret left to um to to make uh, at the eighty month chair he's looking quite pale he goes oh poor Dunnikin and he just has a little faint um, right. no one's sure if they sell sort of biscuits and sweet tea in the in the the cafe yeah but, let's um, bring him bring him round with some meatballs <laughs> and, some, and some schnapps just pop one in his mouth I'd and prop him up yeah. and take him over to the next chair get a then... spoonful yeah and I get uh, I get a spoonful of the jam that's in come there on. very local jam and uh, just come on Dunnikin but there's also like a sauce version. Then I can instruct these chairs in their grim work. Okay. Chairs, I have some grim work for you. Even you, he says to the one on which he has sat. Uh, the cauldrons. There we must go. I will show you. Ride out. And like a weird, slightly anemic general, trapped in a rug, uh, he leads the charge, galloping on a chair. Um, to out of this sort of this very strange shop, the likes of which has never been seen before in Geth. Uh, again, it takes a while to get out because the path is so twisty turny, and the arrows all point one way. So yeah. labyrinth. But yeah, mm. yep. like well, um, I unraveled a piece of uh, string when we came in. Oh, thank so, goodness! Yeah. Oh, you can't go back. You can I only go forward. Yeah, the only way out is through. The only way out is through. <laughs> all, the staff, all the staff have left, so we can go back. No one's going to stop us. True, but then you won't be able to buy surprisingly affordable hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. I do like those hot dogs. All right, fine. I want a we'll go. Flag. Forward. Okay, fine. Uh, you emerge in the um, in the chariot park outside, and Dunnikin is there with his amassed ranks of of chairs, and uh, he says, "Well, by your leave, let's go upset a party." 
Yeah. Let's go, I say, through a mouthful of hot dogs. Well, do you want to yell charge or shall I yell charge? You can do it, Charge! Charge! No, he's done it. He's done it now. Poor Dunnikon. Shut up, Paul Dunnikon. Let's go. Right, good. Now we're all champagne drunk, which is a better class of yeah, drunk. Yeah, you know. We're classy ready to drunk. talk about No Way Rosé, which mm. is the episode of Oxventure D&D you just listened to. Andy, thoughts? Well, I mean, another fantastic episode, obviously. Um, obviously. And some combat in this one, which um, with against some kind of wine... How would you describe them? Like wine monsters, I wine guess. Wine golems? Can you make a golem out of liquid? Is that, yeah. is that correct usage? Like wine, wine thralls, maybe. Ooh, would wine be, thrall. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Okay. Good, but yeah, but kind of a... I can visualise um, them so clearly. It, in my mind, it's a red wine. It's, it's kind of like yeah, a Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you, it, Not it would a rosé, be weird if they were like the a, pun is better with a white wine. It would be sort of weirdly, <laughs> weirdly clear and see-through. Yeah, weirdly clear. No, I imagine they're a deep red-ish sort of wine. Almost like a mulled wine, somehow. Yeah. And uh, I can visualise them exactly, uh, and they're quite quite scary actually. These big, yeah, liquid it, men. I think it's a sort of like humorous concept being attacked by wine in human form. But if you think about it yeah. for more than about ten seconds, it's actually terrifying. It depends um, how sloshy they are. If you hit them or they hit you, is it like being like? Is it like having a bucket of wine thrown on you, or is it like being hit with a solid fist? I guess. Well, is, that's is the that's the problem. That um, basically all I've got in terms of attacks is uh, melee damage. Because I'm right. not really magic. Yes. Uh, so I try and attack one of these wine golems and just end up making more wine golems because bits come off and they become oh, yeah. classic more wine golems. So, but smaller wine golems. So if you just kept doing it, then, no, but then you've you'd got end up the... with smaller and smaller and smaller wine golems. Yeah, but then you've got the itchy and scratchy problem where he chops up all the <laughs> itchies and they become tiny powder and he inhales them. and then He vaporises from... all the... Yeah, li- okay. and then you aspirate all the tiny wine golems and they chop you up from the inside. Have you th- considered yeah. that? Sidebar, that was the exact visual I had in my mind and I didn't bring <laughs> it up because I was like, maybe that's too obscure a reference, but clearly not. Um, no. Not here, not in the room. Not in the, the room. With the two of us, anyway. Yeah. So you're th- it's the Fantasia parody of it- yeah. Itchy and Scratchy in The Simpsons. So it's a a parody within a parody of Tom and Jerry on the TV show The Simpsons. And yeah. obviously, you know, we, we, like all, every, we all. Like every thought, Jane and it, I. Like share. every thought, yeah. It's a it's, Simpsons it, it, reference. It's eight levels of nested Simpsons references. <laughs> It's a Simpsons la- reference lasagna. Yeah, Just okay. Nonsense. But I know exactly what you mean, because if you kept dicing them finer and finer and finer, then there's just like millions and millions of them. Yeah. And they're or in your to, to use another, like a more topical uh, okay. reference, it's like okay. in Army of Darkness with all the, ah. tiny, um, the tiny ashes that come out oh, of the mirror. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can make yeah, a Yeah, he was fine with one evil ash, but with like yeah. a... Like ten tiny ones, he had a re- yeah. had real trouble, didn't he? You don't want that. You don't want that. Yeah, you can only contain. You want to contain them. Yeah, uh, like so, a big wine cauldron. Yeah. Prudence got her um, her new rage mode. That's fun. Rage mode, extremely fun. Yeah, I'm still. Well, I, I was and am to an extent still grappling with the the whole barbarian thing. Well, actually, mm. not no. I do. I do have. Well, no spoilers, but it is a very fun uh, class. But obviously, it's also a class I have I had no prior experience in. So whereas we'd been playing our individual classes for years and years, 
I feel like you don't get the best out of a class that you've never played before and are just sort of like just just kind of surprised with so. well as as we discovered during our body swap episode when yes. i was certain oh, yeah. I'd, when i was certain i'd be able to easily master the paladin arts exactly actually it takes exactly. a little bit of uh, it takes a tiny bit of effort which is why mike's never done it <laughs> and you'll probably find because mike won't listen to this podcast <laughs> and of course i'm joking and of so, course you are joking in case joking. mike does listen to this yeah. podcast so mike fine. how's it going <laughs> if you listen to the podcast mike reply to reply to that in yeah in slack in our slack channel yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and Let tell us, us if you're furious or not okay yeah. further thoughts what else yeah. have we got well we're setting up for the next episode so folks you will need to come back and listen to find out what happens but we are building an army to uh fight at our side and yes. the army of course is made of yes. chairs chairs it was Which, always going to be. Chairs. It was always going to be always going to be chairs. Chairs, but, um, the yeah, glorious I, chair army. Yeah. I kind of yeah. I can imagine this as an, another sort of Fantasia esque sequence. Yep, 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 yep. The of, march uh, of the chairs. The, the march of the chairs, chairs yeah. with some like out of copyright uh, classical music going yeah. on in the background. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, a lot of good prep for that. You're going to have to come back and listen to find out how that turns out. But uh, I think I think you might be pleasantly surprised or not yeah. unpleasantly yeah. not surprised. We're fast approaching the season finale of the Apocalypse Saga. Well, we've still got a ways to go. You know, Dob's got to come back. Oh, there's there's stuff that has to happen. Don't get me wrong. But there's only so many episodes for it to happen in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, we've got got some more Oxventure coming up soon because uh, we're doing a live show next week on the Saturday at MCM. Is it next week at time of publishing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the 28th, 28th Saturday, the 28th of May, we'll be at London's MCM, London Comic Con. Sorry, MCM Comic Con in London at the Excel Centre. That episode will be going up on the channel as well, so you'll be able to check that out. Yeah. I, just prior to this podcast, was actually doing a little online shopping for some... Some Paraphernalia, some props and and dealies for the show. So no expenses spared, you know. I was in eBay. (laughs) and everything so did you find any bee costumes in your size or you've got bee costume oh you mean for me yeah i assume that was what you were shopping you'll see me dead before you see me in a bee costume (laughs) oh man okay (laughs) deal oh no so yeah that's that's uh that's all good prep for the mcm show coming to an mcm and then an internet near you so please look forward to that yeah looking forward to getting back into it Tickets are also on sale for the EGX Oxventure live shows. Uh, shows, there's two of them, and that's happening in September. Go to egx.net if you'd like to find out all about those shows. Um, and the tickets come with a special new pin, one for each show. So, yeah. So yeah. if you're a collector, check collect it out. Collect them all. Yeah. Got to get them all. Collecting. Yeah. Right. Uh, so yeah, that'll be good. Looking forward to that. Andy. As we launch ourselves bodily into the weekend, hurl ourselves across the Friday threshold into Saturday and Sunday. Yes. How should folks best optimise their weekend time? Oh, to optimise the time. Well, yes. it depends on your on your attitude to sleep, I think. Because a lot of people use the weekend as a time to have a long lie-in. Yes. But then that also that eats up a lot of your weekend. Yes. So if you get up early, you've got more weekend to do activities. Yes. But if but I guess sleep counts as an activity. So you can sleep till noon and then you've only got a few hours of Saturday left. So Yeah. And then you get that weekend jet lag. 
Yeah. It's exactly. like the weekend is another country because you wake up several hours later in it. Mm. Mm. I'd, I'd say maybe if you if you generally lie in at the weekend, maybe try getting up early and then having a nap later. <gasps> it makes you tired. Yeah, mix it up. Yeah, Spice up, up your relationship with sleep. Why not? Spice up your sleep schedule. <laughs> Why not? Get up early. Get out there and do something. Surprise yourself. You'd be, it's, yeah, you'd be Have you'd a be nap surprised. in an unusual location. You get up, you go out, you come back, it's 9.30am. Yeah. Your relationship like, with sleep, you know, can get kind of stale, get kind of yeah. samesies. We all love sleep, but... You know, yeah. But, you know, you just settle into a comfortable routine, don't you? <laughs> sometimes you've got to try sleeping somewhere exciting. Yeah. Try sleeping in public. Yeah. That's why you need to build a sleep dungeon in your house. <laughs> that's what I so call my bedroom. Yeah. That's <laughs> Jane's sleep dungeon. Jane's yeah. sleep dungeon is what well, it says like, on the sign on the door. Yeah. I like that you had the brass plaque made. That classes it up. Yeah. Sleep dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's several hours of work left before I can retreat to my sleep dungeon. Sleep, du- sleep dungeon. First of all, let's get this podcast edited. So how about that? Yep. And yep. we will begin. So now edit now. <laughs> no, no we haven't, I haven't ended the recording yet. Oh, but, yeah. We're um, going to do that too. All right. Well, okay. We've got to end this recording so that we can edit it. So we will say yeah. goodbye now. Jane, any final words for the nice Yeah. People? Thank you so much for listening to the Oxventure D&D podcast. If you would care to follow us on Spotify, I think is what they call it, and or subscribe or, or do whatever it is that I makes the right. podcast uh, arrive in your feed on yeah. whatever platform you're listening, then that actually helps us because it tells the algorithm that we're great. And yeah. uh, you know it, we know it, but the algorithm doesn't know it until you click follow or subscribe or like or whatever it is. Yeah. So if you want to put in a bit more effort, you could review us on iTunes as well, if that's your platform of choice. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of hard work, isn't yeah. it? But if you if you feel so inclined, why not try Maybe that could be the thing you do when you wake up at 7 a.m. on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or for the next podcast, what we can do is pre-write a review and then dictate it. And then people can kind of like transcribe the review into iTunes while Beautiful. they listen to the podcast. How about that? Love it. And then we'll, right. have a, we'll, have like a, we'll have a few identical reviews in iTunes. I was about to say 100, but who knows? How about we do this? Next podcast, we'll read some of the reviews on iTunes. So if you write <gasps> you some You know what? Before, that's even better and less dishonest. Yeah. Write some before next week and we'll read some out next time. Okay, good. That's even better, Andy. All right. <laughs> You're the ideas, man. <laughs> okay, good. All, All right, right. Thanks, everyone. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you next time.